Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. It's Saturday, so it's mailbag episode, so we're going to dive into the mailbag. Plus, we got to talk about the Bulls' struggles last night against the Golden State Warriors and Billy Donovan making some changes to that starting lineup. We'll talk about all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, so the the Bulls game against the Golden State Warriors went the way that many people were thinking. Now, I think the fact that the Bulls went on a nice surge late to kind of close that gap, ended up only losing by eight points, kind of surprised some fans um, with the sense that, you know, I think a lot of people were expecting a blowout in this game. Now, Billy Donovan made uh, some changes to the starting lineup. He said he wanted to see some, uh, some, some just some changes to see how it uh, affected the team. And I would say this, um, at least in my opinion, I'm looking at this and saying the ball, the ball moved a lot better, um, especially in that first quarter. Now, again, one of the things that that this team continues to suffer with is that it seems like once they face some adversity, they go back to the heavy isolation, the hero ball, things like that. Uh, but there were some things with the ball movement, especially in that first quarter, first half overall, that I kind of like. Now, I said it um, in the halftime hangout that the Bulls would have went down by the half, I think only by five points, but they allow a huge run right there in the last couple of minutes in that second quarter. Um, but this team, when you look at the team, Vooch had a big game, uh, 23 and 11 from Nikola Vucevic, also had three steals, one assist uh, from him. And he it was a game in which Vooch, he went he went two for seven from the three-point line, but he was nine for 17 overall from the field and was out there trying to do the things. It also seemed like the team had a more concerned effort to just go with him a little bit more. Uh, DeMar DeRozan had a terrible game, only four for 15. He had 16 points. Javante Green in the starting lineup looked really good. Five for seven, bringing that aggression, things like that. Alex Caruso was kind of so-so. Now, as far as the players that were moved out of that starting lineup, Iota Sumu and Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams had a pretty good first half. He had seven points in the first half. Uh, not as good as second half. Just completely fell off the cliff there. Not even kind of given the defensive effort that he gave in that first half. Iota Sumu seemed to respond to the benching pretty well. I expect Io to be back in the starting lineup before Patrick Williams. Billy Donovan has said that, you know, moving Patrick Williams to the uh, to the bench, he wants to see more offensive aggression. Then when Patrick Williams was asked about the demotion, he said he kind of expected it, which is the biggest issue here, right? After you say and had an interview and said that you think that you have the potential to be a superstar, you have since wet the bed every single time since then. We need Patrick Williams to be more uh, more aggressive. We need him to be more focused. We need him to play better overall now this team is still going to go to him now one of the things that I'm also going to say with this is you want to see Patrick Williams be more aggressive but you still aren't running plays for him right and don't get me wrong I'm not saying that I'm not giving Patrick Williams any bell his play has been terrible 
But you, if you want a player to be more aggressive, you still have to go to them some, especially if you're going to move them to the bench. Go to him some. Run some more things through him. We're still not seeing that from Patrick Williams, and that's kind of what I've been saying for all the Bulls fans. They're like, oh, Patrick Williams needs to go to the bench because that's going to allow him to go th- things go through him more. Billy Donovan does not run things through Patrick Williams. He just doesn't. It doesn't matter if he's in the starting lineup. It doesn't matter if he's on the bench. Now, again, as I said, I'm not completely abstaining Patrick Williams from his responsibility in this because Patrick Williams does have to play with that aggression. He has to earn that to a degree as well. But it's some weird things going on with the Bulls rotation overall. Andre Drummond only five minutes in this game against the Golden State Warriors. Goran Dragic had a really good game for us. 23 minutes, 6 of 11 from the field, 14 points in that. Uh, Kobe White only seven minutes as well. Kobe White's been playing a little bit better doing some things. He only took one shot in this game. He had two rebounds, one assist as well in that. One, uh, Two personal fouls. Zach Levine was playing with, um, he had got his fourth personal foul in, in the second quarter, even before halftime, which harpened him some. He was 8 of 18 for the field. From the field, he chipped in 21 points. Um, still not the most efficient night from Zach Levine. This team overall, when it comes down to it, is just not executing. When you look at the way that the offense is playing, when you look at the way the defense is playing, when you look at everything, there's no consistency, there's no concerned effort, there's no focus, and at times it really does seem like the offensive plan is, hey, we have these players that are really good offensively, let's let them cook without really running things, without having a true scheme, and that is frustrating for this team. The Bulls faced a team that plays a similar way that I would like to see the Chicago Bulls play, not with the number of threes, right? They took 53s, the Golden State Warriors, in this game. I would never expect the Bulls to take that. The fact that the Bulls took 27 threes in this game is, is was higher for them. But the way that this team moved, the Golden State Warriors moved the ball. Jordan Poole, a huge night off the bench, 30 points chipping in. He led the team in scoring off the bench, and then he went 11 for 18 and 7 from 13 from three-point range. The Bulls allowed the Golden State Warriors to go 20 of 50. Um, and Allow, I guess, is a, is, a, is a word in this. But at the end of the day, it's this. This Bulls team is just not playing well enough. I said I was going to give it to the end of November. We're in December now, and we just got to call it. It does not seem like this Bulls team is going to be going to the play. I know so many Bulls fans are holding hope, saying, hey, uh, we can be one of those second-half teams like the Boston Celtics, and it very well could. Let me be clear here. I'm not saying that all is lost for the Chicago Bulls, but they got to figure it out if they want to bring it together because right now, the, the Chicago Bulls offense is stagnant. Other teams have it figured out. We are just figured out. That's what it is. This team has been figured out amongst the league, and once that's ha- once that happens, you kind of got to change some things. It's clearly not going to be the coach. I still don't think this team is going to – this team even saying, you know, uh, yesterday came out that there are teams waiting to see if DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, and Zach Levine are going to be made available. Uh, Daniel Greenberg saying that this team is still focused and they, they aren't planning on getting rid of anybody, which I'm telling you guys, I know a lot of Bulls fans have their hopes in it that the Bulls are going to all of a sudden make this and pull this trigger for a major deal. It's probably not going to happen. Right. It's probably more than likely it's not going to happen. But as this gets worse and worse and worse, as you get towards the trade deadline, you may have to consider it. I'm not saying it's completely off the table either. This team is just playing like crap. It's basically what it boils down to. And they're not playing in a way that's deserving of the Chicago Bulls fan base, period, point blank. That's it with that. This team has to figure it out. And we don't know if the figuring out may not be this season. Right. I know a lot of Bulls fans and you know, my issue with Bulls fans is once they hear something, it's like a hive mind. They all stick to it. This team is not blowing it up completely. It's not happening. For all those that are going to trade Zach, trade DeMar, get a bunch of friends. It's not fucking happening, people. That Los Angeles, you're not getting both those Lakers picks. It's not happening. It's not. I'm just telling you, it's not. 
Come back to me in February when this deal doesn't happen, then let's talk about it. But at the end of the day, it's this, right? It's getting to that point. If I, even though I don't see this team necessarily making a major move by the trade deadline, heads have to roll in the offseason if this shit continues. Because this is not, this ain't it. This just ain't it. This team ain't it. The style of play ain't it. Hell, the coaching staff, to a degree, ain't it. And it's a lot of blame to be around everybody. Everybody, from DeMar to Vooch to Zach to Patrick Williams to Io to fucking the, uh, Billy Donovan to, to A.K. and Eversley. Everybody got to look at themselves and wonder, what the hell are we doing here? What are we doing here? And figure it out. A change has to come at some point. That change may be internally. That change may be externally. Whatever it is, if you want to salvage the season, a change has to come. The Bulls, yes, they're 9-13, and 13, right? The, the season is not over with by any stretch of the imagination. We're 22 games into the season. But it, at the end of the day, it's still this. There's not been enough. There's been some signs, right? Some signs. But even in those games, there are still also signs of the issues that we have here. And something has to give at some point with this team if they're gonna if they're gonna if they want to salvage the season. But that is it for me. Wax and poetic going off. Let's go ahead and get into the voicemails. We got a lot. This is one of our most jam-packed voicemail episodes today. We got six voicemails coming to you today. This first one, this one's from Shay. What's up, Dave? Shay. You know, a lot of people keep talking about we need to blow it up, we need to try whoever. We need to do this, we need to do that, and all that other goofy stuff. Look here. After seeing the losses that I've seen with the 13 games that we've lost, I'm convinced that we don't necessarily need to blow this up. We need to play hard for 48 minutes. Think about it. We've beaten the Boston Celtics, who are currently leading these. We have beaten the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, who are top of these. And we've beaten a lot of these good teams, you know? And even the games that we've lost with the Wizards. And uh, with the Wizards and all of the other ones, except for the for the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, we've been in them and been close to winning them. If some calls had to win our way, look, the problem is not necessarily coaching or a trade. It's us playing hard for 48 minutes a game. You saw what we did against the Warriors, so we could compete with anybody that we choose to compete with we just have to keep that mentality for 48 minutes again that's all anyway tell me what you think peace all right so shay kind of a little bit of what i touched on before the mindset that the bulls need to blow it up it's not happening i'll tell you what it's not happening the bliss bulls team is not completely blowing it up and you shouldn't want it to and listen the bulls have less than a 50 percent chance to hold on to their pick that's not enough to blow it up it's not 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 in this draft it's just not i know there's a lot of talent in this draft i know the the, the concept and prospect of, of this Bulls team possibly getting Victor Wimbiana is a chance. But look at the Bulls' history, right? Even look at when we got Derrick Rose. We had, what, less than a, like, 1% chance or 3% chance or something to get Derrick Rose. Tanking rarely works in the way that you want it to, especially now that the odds evened out. And even then, the fact that the Bulls have, like, they don't outright own their own pick, it really makes that a difficult notion to, to, to blow it all up. This season, it, do, it just does. It's realistic. I know that's not a, what a lot of Bulls fans want to hear. I, I, I get that. I understand the frustration. But at the end of the day, it's this. And, and, and Shea saying that the Bulls need to play hard for 48 minutes. Yeah, it sounds easy and it sounds good on paper. But guess what? They're not doing it. Yes, we got some wins against some really good teams. I understand that. That's good. That's fine and dandy. Thumbs up for that. But at the end of the day, it's this. What's more consistent in play? Take Take the... The wins over who the wins are aren't over out of the equation. Look at the brand of basketball that the Chicago Bulls are playing. That's not playoff basketball. And I hate to say it pains me to say that. 
This Bulls team is not playing winning basketball. They deserve to be under 500 right now. So, yes, while they have some wins against some really good teams, while we have had games, the second Toronto game, the games against the Boston Celtics, we've had some really good wins in which the Bulls look like a team that could pull it together if they if they give that effort. But at the end of the day, it's this. We do have a roster that is missing some things, that has some glaring holes on it. We have some players that are underperforming. We have a, we have a coaching staff that doesn't coach the best scheme or you always utilize the players in the best way. We have all of that. And while I'm not, I'm not the sky is falling Bulls fan yet, but there are some serious red flags and concerns with this Bulls team that, listen, yes, we got some really good wins against some teams, but I'm still looking at this like, man, um, if they start making that that effort be more evident, if they make that be more consistent on their team, okay, cool. I do like the way they fought, they fought back in the second half, this Bulls team against the Golden State Warriors. That is a positive sign as well, but it's still, we are still a long way off for it to be able to turn overall positive for this season, Shay. But I'm, I'm glad that you're hopeful. And I, I'm glad that a lot of Bulls fans still share that optimism. But I tell you what, it gets harder every day that goes by with this team playing in the manner that they are. That's what I can say. All right, let's get into this next one. This one's from Ricky Carroll. Well, hey, it's Ricky Carroll. Hey, these boys, they're they a bunch of cowards, man. They don't even want the ball. As soon as they get the ball in their hand, they're ready to give it to DeRosa or what's or, 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 um. Of Zach, and Zach don't know what the hell to do with it. And then you know what, man? This last three that uh, cool shot. Watch, he traveled his head. No, one before them. He traveled his behind off, man. You know they are cowards, man. They don't have no. They don't have that. Best. And I don't give a damn what Bruce doing. You know he he play when he wants to. When he feel like playing, he playing. And when he feel like playing, man, he can dominate. But otherwise, half ass, he stuck into the ground. The Bulls. Patrick Williams, Booch, Zach, they need to change gym shoes, bro. Because them are pretty like, and, and, and hold on, Mark DeRosa, too. Let me put him in. So let me put this out. They need to change gym shoes sometimes. Even DeRosa, make his up on the offense. You know, that's what y'all like, scoring points. That's mean so much to y'all. That's Zach. They play like cows, man. They don't even want the ball. You can tell. The other team already know when they go it, you ain't got to worry about it. They overplay the man when they can take the ball at least go towards the basket. They won't even try. They won't even try to go to the basket. And IOT on and off, on and off. You never know when he want to play. Peace. All right, first I want to say thank you, Ricky, for eliminating the background noise. I haven't been able to play your voicemails for a while. And Ricky Carroll, while me and Ricky don't always agree, I definitely understand his frustration on this. There's, there's, I said this before at the beginning of the show, there's blame to go all around with this team. Every single player, GM, front office, coach has their place in the issue with this. Nobody is abstained from the problems that are going on with this team. The ball dominance of DeMar and Zach, the lack of moving without the ball from players on this team. At the end of the day, it's just this. We're, like I said, we're not playing winning basketball, and it's hard to really support that or, and, and say that, but at times you just have to identify and be real with what it is. That is where we sit right now. This team has to play. Ricky Carroll called them cowards. God damn. And I can't even I can't even defend it right now. This team keeps getting punched in the face and they take it. They take it. Hopefully, hopefully change is coming, right? And like I said said earlier, by that change, I don't mean a bunch of trades. Hopefully, a change in the way that this team plays is coming. At some point, you have to get tired of losing. And we'll see how this team responds to that. We'll see. We'll see. Right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Brian Washington. This is your boy, Brian Washington. You probably see me in some of the comments. Um, my thoughts on the Bulls, this Bulls team, we have a good team. The Bulls, the players, and 
the problem is the players and coaching, not just Billy Donovan, the whole fucking coaching staff, they they do bad team scouting. It's like the game plan is they don't have one. And so the Bulls are so predictable, and that's why teams, even young teams, beat them. Even teams that's rebuilding beats them because the Bulls don't have a game plan. Like, it don't have to always be a Zach Levine night. It don't have to always be a DeMar DeRozan night. Use Buck Booch. You know what I'm saying? You can – tonight is Booch night, and you let the whole damn team know that. We're going through him tonight because sometimes that's where we have the advantage at, but we don't use that. And teams know we don't have good shooters, so that's, that's with uh, management. You need to go get us some shooters to help out Levine, uh, DeMar, and Booch, you know, so we can, you know, teams don't focus in on them because all they have to do is just Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Then them, everybody else is, is garbage to them other teams. We shut those three down, we can beat them. So the Bulls don't have a good scouting, a good team scouting as far as players, and coaches, they don't scout these teams. They don't know these teams. And Levine and DeMar, they should know what they've been in the league long enough. They should know what certain players on certain teams, teams do. Like against Golden State, you should know what Steph's going to do. You should know what Draymond Green's going to do. You know, you should know these players and how they play. They don't. They don't, they don't have a game plan for them. Let's just do what we do, and hopefully we win. That's how the Bulls play right now. We have a good team. They just don't have a game plan to play against any team. What's your thoughts on that, man? Have a good day. Again, completely agree with this. The Bull, we have talent on this team. I know some Bulls fans don't want to admit it. They, they're tired of it. They're over it, and I understand. We have talent on this roster. And while Billy Donovan is, is willing to try different things, one of the things that I want Billy Donovan to try different Use the young rookie. At this point, right, the Bulls are losing anyway. I understood when, when I came into the season saying, hey, the rookie may not play a lot because this Bulls team is fighting for the playoffs. They have their mind focused on the playoffs. Because of that, a young player that's raw, like Dalen Terry, just may not play a lot. But at this point, you need any type of spark, any type of influence, any type of waking anybody up. I tell you what, if, if Dalen Terry comes in and plays well and that doesn't wake up Patrick Williams to play a little bit better, if that doesn't wake up Kobe White to the fact that, hey, you got a young guy behind you that got that dog in him. If that doesn't wake up Io DeSumo to be, to be better as well, then I don't know what else to say. But at some point, you have to look at this and say, hey, you can, you can try as many things different, but you may have to get really, really different and try Dalen Terry, right? You may have to give Dalen Terry some of those minutes, especially Kobe White playing seven minutes, not really having an impact in this game. Play the rook. 
The rook that is going to give intensity defensively. It's going to be able to pass the ball, has some playmaking ability. We know his shot is going to be a work in progress, but maybe that's what needs to come. This team needs something to just give a little bit more energy. Maybe, just maybe, the rookie playing the rookie and Dalen Terry could wake some people up or maybe unlock something that we haven't seen yet. Now, as far as the no game plan, you already know. I'm right there with you. I've been saying it for a while. This team's scheme offensively and defensively sucks ass. Just period. It does. It leaves a lot to be desired. It's easy to figure it out. The league has figured out the Bulls' offense. Until Billy Donovan realizes that and wants to try something different, actually maybe take the ball out of DeMar's hands at time, use Vooch a little bit more in the half-court offense, use your point guard, whoever that ends up being, Alex Caruso or Ayo Sumu, use them a little bit more. Lonzo Ball when he comes back. Things like this, you have to figure it out. Billy Donovan, just the definition of insanity is trying the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. We've seen DeMar DeRozan with this team. Don't get me wrong. DeMar is still great. And there's going to be absolutely times in his ability saves this team. But at the end of the day, it's this. The night in and night out, make DeMar and his ability to get to the free throw line, the pump fakes, the getting people in foul trouble, make that a specialty of this offense. Don't make it the offense as a whole. That's what this is becoming. And that has, has made this team extremely predictable. So hopefully we can fix these things and try something different. Let's hope. Let's hope. All right, let's get into this next one. This one's from Troy. G'day, Hayes. This is Troy from down in Australia. Hey, mate, just wanted to get uh, run something by her. Just been thinking about, you know, I'm a big advocate for Nikola Vucevic running more of the offense through him, not necessarily him getting more shots in the post and all that sort of stuff, but, you know, just running the, the flow of the offense through him. But we, as we see, is it bit of a pattern that they, they got, the guys go to him and then they start going away from it like more in the second half they play the ISO ball so they don't really use Nikola probably to his best abilities so and then we have this whole situation going down with oh, so the Bulls blow it up this that and whatever but as you've also said like you know if they're going to do anything like that maybe more like a readjustment rather than a rebuild and we've heard these Trey talks about going after Miles Turner before. So I'm not necessarily a fan of going after Miles Turner himself, but just for the sake of the argument, let's say it is Turner, a, a Vucevic for Turner deal where he, he provides us with the sort of stuff that, you know, the shot blocking, like he's, he can shoot the ball. He's not the great, great passer like Vuce is. Um, but also it probably allows Patrick Williams to step up to be more of a third option right, as opposed to fourth option behind, you know, Zach DeMar and Vooch. With Miles on the, if we got, if we could get a guy like Turner, he becomes the third option. So he, we all know that Pat needs to get more shots. He's only taken, what, what is it, seven, eight shots a game. He needs more than that. He needs more touches in order for him to develop, develop more. Um, so on that sort of side of it, tell me what you think, Hey, Possible, do we look at a Vucevic for a Turner deal? And I hate saying that. I love Vuce. I think he's a valuable asset to this team, but I just don't think they're probably using him correctly. And whenever they do, they seem to go away from it. And we, we see what happens there. The ball gets stagnant. We play ISO ball rather than the ball movement that Vooch provides. Tell me what you think. Thanks, mate. Go Bulls. Shout out to Troy from Australia. Love always when, when people check in. Thank you for sending that voicemail, Troy. And this is what I have to say on this one. Do I, I Overall, I would love to see Patrick Williams get way more opportunity. Win, fail, whatever it is, happens. I would like to see Patrick Williams get more opportunity so we can really evaluate how much. It's hard to evaluate somebody. It's hard to ask somebody to grow. It's hard to ask somebody to develop when they just don't have the balls in there. Balls in there. Pause. 
they don't have the ball in their hand. So I want to see that improve for this team overall. Now, as far as the Bulls going after Miles Turner, here's what I'll say with this. I used to, I was completely against that deal last season. And there still are issues, those same issues. Pat, uh, Miles Turner, still not the best passer. Miles Turner still has some issues with being a black hole in offense. Miles Turner, still not, even though he has this reputation of being uh, a defensive player, he still has some issues on one-on-one defense. Yes, he's a better shot blocker than anybody we have on the team. Yes, he's a better three-point shooter than Nikola Vucevic. All those things are true, right? And so, in the same, and in the spirit of what I said, while I don't think the Bulls are likely to trade Nikola Vucevic, and if they did trade Vuce, I think that that would force this team to have to operate differently offensively. At the end of the day, it's this. If the Bulls were to trade with my, trade for Miles Turner and trade Vooch and whatever else to try to get, as long as you're not giving up too much, at the end, with the way that this team is going, I couldn't be mad at them trying something different. That's not necessarily the target I would like the Bulls to have or to try to do. But at the end of the day, it's this. This team continues to struggle in this manner. You have an expiring contract to Nikola Vucevic, who with the way that Billy Donovan, outside of his play, we know what Vooch can be when, you're, when you use him very well, but there's still some issues. When Vooch was the focus in the offense in, uh, in Orlando, they weren't a winning team. So it's hard to make somebody the focus of a team that wasn't a winning team, but at the end of the day, it's this. I still do like Vooch. I like Vooch's skill set. I like what he brings to this team, but at the end of the day, it's business. And in the business of basketball, When your team is struggling, you have to try something different. In the business of basketball, when you have an expiring contract that you may or may not bring back, you you have to explore some deals. While I don't think a deal for for Miles Turner is likely, I can't be mad at where your mind's at with this one. Let me know down below, what do you guys think about this trade idea from Troy? All right, let's move into this next one. This one's from Paul. Hi, this is uh, Paul again. And um, uh, even though we don't always agree, um, I love your content. And uh, first, I just had two comments. The one thing about this, I guess it's Bill Simmons guy, who we both agree. He just writes stuff or say stuff to be just to say it. I mean, because those three trade scenarios he's got on the for the Bulls to uh, on today, they make no sense. Money doesn't match. You can't give up picks in consecutive years. The Bulls hold a pick for twenty three and twenty five. He's got 24, 26, and 28. So none of it matches. None of it is even feasible. It's just something he decided to write or something that he decided to say. And then just uh, secondly, um, you know, the reason I always comment about if they, the Bulls are going to make a trade for a rental or a smaller player, I know you've been watching the G League, and maybe from time to time you'll comment a little bit more. They got Marco and um, – Costas playing together because they play a lot of zone down there. Those guys were six and two the first part of the week. They were first in the division and they played well together. And I think one of the two guys will be ready to play with the Bulls roster definitely by next year. And that's why a long term power forward is not really something that they're going to go after because I just think that one of those guys will be ready. And if not them, then Justin Lewis will be back with this from his ACL, and, and that's another piece you can add. Thanks. You have a good day. Appreciate it. I don't have much to add to Paul's because I said this. I went off on this. The Bill Simmons trade ideas were stupid and idiotic. Short-sighted, he was just speculating and kind of is what it is there. That's just really what it was. That was something that was completely all speculative, and that's what I think. Um, it's a bad deal. It is what it is. Um, those deals aren't going to be ones that are likely. Um, but to the end of Paul's voicemail, he brings up Justin Lewis. Um, here's what I would say. 
while a second up, oh, not a second round, an undrafted rookie that was on a two-way contract, it's kind of difficult to expect them to come in and give give a lot. He's on a two-way contract. As we see with the Bulls, they don't play their two-way players a lot because you have a limit of how much you can play them. But I will say this. Don't be surprised if Justin Lewis, especially next year, and with the way that things are coming, the amount of contracts we have coming off, the deals that we have to sign, IO2 probably, and if we bring back Javante, if Justin Lewis isn't just on a two-way deal, if he's on a minimal contract for the Chicago Bulls, now you also bring up Marco Simonovic and Kostas Antetokounmpo. The way that the Windy City Bulls play is how I would, and it, and it sucks to say that about a G League team. When you look at the way that that team plays, they move the ball. They move without the ball. Marco Simonovic looks good in G League. You know why? Yes, he's playing against lesser competition, but they also just play a more free-flowing brand of basketball with the Windy City Bulls. And I would love, like, I'm not completely out on Marco Simonovic yet. He has one more year left on his deal. It's highly unlikely, right, and, un and improbable that he makes an impact, but it still could be there. At the end of the day, it's this. The Bulls' brand of basketball that they play, like I said, is stagnant. It is what it is. But something needs to change, man. And Justin Lewis, I know that's looking way far in advance. We got some talent down there in the G League. I don't know when it comes up. I don't know if it comes up, but, you know, I guess we'll see what happens with that. But thank you for sending in that voicemail, Paul. And I left, I saved the best voicemail for last. This next one, this this is from Goon. Hey, hey, this is Goon, a.k.a. Carissa uh, Um, I just actually came in, and I was just saying that I wanted to watch your podcast, the, the whole, I was trying to watch it earlier, but I couldn't because I was distracted. Now, actually, I sat down and heard you and watched you, like, let me get something straight with the media. That's what's wrong with you motherfuckers. Y'all motherfuckers worrying about Chicago. Worry about the city and state y'all in or y'all want to. Don't worry about shot boys. Okay, we fucking up. Don't y'all think we realize as fans that we fucking up in Chicago? Don't y'all think we realize we playing like a piece of shit? We got a piece of shit ass motherfucking uh, coach. Rotation piece of shit. Ain't nobody coming. Everybody standing around. Bro, we see the same shit y'all see. But we don't need y'all media coming on here talking about trade this and trade that every time the Bulls lose. It ain't that type of situation. Everybody's fucking up. Look in Brooklyn. Look in Miami. Look in Golden State. Them motherfuckers, shit, Miami Bulls, about 12 and 13. The fuck, they ain't doing too well either. But y'all want to down us. Bro, we don't need no criticizing. We we don't need that shit, bro. We already bad enough got to deal with Bill Dunn and Zach Levine's playing like a piece of shit. Now, all of a sudden, he won't pretend like he hurt because he can't criticize. Uh, of course you hurt Zach Levine because you don't want to deal with the bullshit that you're going to hear from the fans in the motherfucking media. But that's a whole other story. But anyway, but it just really kind of blew me because the white guy and everybody else first taking all that. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm sick of it. We know what the fuck going on in Chicago. We stay here. We live here. Every dealer, we fucking with the Bulls. We know what the fuck is going on, but we don't need y'all criticizing that. We don't need this bad talk. The Bulls not trading any motherfucker by it. They ain't getting rid of Kobe. They ain't getting rid of Zach, DeMar, Boosh, nobody. Get used to seeing who the fuck y'all can. Long of all, hope we pray he'll be back before Valentine's Day or the end of January. Well, I just got my prayers up for me, my boy. But that's a whole other story. But y'all need to stop doing that shit. Every time y'all see the Bulls fucking up or every time we lose, it's a problem. We can't lose winning every fucking game. What team y'all know in the NBA winning every fucking game? I don't see some good teams lose. Bro, y'all got to leave that shit alone. Y'all need to leave that crackhead ass shit, that dope shit ass shit alone, bro. Y'all pissing me the fuck off. Oh, don't, don't, we know what the fuck going on. We don't need y'all all until I trade this, right? Trade. You sound stupid. You sound ignorant. You sound dumb. Worry about what the fuck, whatever city you in, don't worry about Shaq now. Don't worry about Shaq, boys. We're going to get this shit together. We're we just going through a, a, a hard situation. We're we going to come beneath this. 
we we gonna work this shit out. We gonna get our shit together. We just fucking up right now. We gonna get it together. Y'all better know. And when we get together, don't start getting on our dick. When the bulls start winning, go to the left, left. Don't get on our dick. I don't wanna hear shit from none of you motherfuckers from the media. All right, hey, that's all I need to say. Cause that shit got to stop, bro. We know what we got going on, bro. We know what type of team. We got potentials on our team. Don't get it fucked up. And you know what? Every once in a while, I don't have nothing to say back. And Goon, her frustration, Auntie's frustration. Listen, it is what it is. The she she's speaking for bull. Everybody. The national media, fuck the national media, right? We don't give a damn about the national media. We don't care what they got to say. They're a bunch of idiots. But this team is not doing us any favors by their play. This team isn't doing any favors of people who try to defend this team. They're just not. This team is frustrating. It's disheartening. They don't play with heart. This, it's frustrating. At the end of the day, that's just what it is. This team is extremely frustrating, and I love that Goon has no problem in saying how she feels. Shout out to Auntie for saying how she feels, and shout out to Auntie for pretty much ending the show because I ain't got much to add. Auntie's hit the nail on the head there, period. It is what it is. This team needs to figure it the hell out. Let me know what you guys think down below. We could have a crisis hotline coming in here shortly because let's do a call-in show because I'm sure a lot of people have their grievances with the Bulls that they want to get off their chest, rightfully so, and hopefully this is a platform to do so. But that is it for today's episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you follow the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and a voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. Like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. And see red, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.